seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Welcome, friends, to episode 99 of Color of Magic, your magic and gaming podcast, where we talk about all types of issues that affect people at and away from their computers and gaming tables. As always, I'm your host, Daquan Watson, to kind of take you on this journey. And for 99 episodes, if you can believe it, the same dude has been riding shotgun here, Brian Allen. How you doing, dude? Right. I feel like what Jay-Z reference, I guess. We got 99 problems with the podcast day one. <laughs> For real. <laughs> For real. Uh, man, it's it's been a crazy thing. Like, we're almost at 100 episodes, dude. That That is mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, I, seriously, when we started this a couple years ago, I was less like, well, let's just see if anybody will even listen. You know, like, does people even want to want to know what we're talking about? Like, are are people just going to be fed up with all the, I don't know, Black Lives Matter stuff or whatever? Like, But, you know, some people were, but a lot yeah, of people obviously weren't. <laughs> so worked out great for us. There are Broadway shows that, that had like big budget Broadway shows that don't make episode 100. Not true. Off the top of my head, now I want to see how many episodes were in that episode. I guess it would show Spider-Man turn off the dark. <laughs> Oh, man. Before they before they crippled everyone involved in the show. That's true. I remember reading stories on that. That was pretty crazy. It was no. when they first said they were gonna try that, I'm like, wait, uh, Spider-Man, but it's on Broadway. I <laughs> Yeah, so that was literally my reaction. Like, I mean, I guess you can put anything on Broadway. I mean, hey, we got the Lion King, so why not? Yeah. But then you also got cats, so you know, take that for what you will. Now, we this being the 99th episode, we can't really do the player of the show anymore because, well, we only have this week. So NFL Hall of Fame actually has two. Warren Sapp, which he's good and I think people know about him, but there's a lesser known player that I actually was a fan of but totally forgot he made the Hall of Fame, Jason Taylor. Oh, yeah, that was very good. Yeah, I don't I don't even I didn't remember him getting inducted. I was so surprised by that. But yeah, really cool dude. If you haven't watched him play, go look at some footage of him. Very awesome. Now, before we get into everything, as always, we've got to remind you, if you want to support the show, you can go over to patreon.com slash color magic, where you can help us, as I like to say, keep the lights on and feed our babies. Though some of mine have fur, but you know. We're not judging. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, we do have a show sponsor, Cardsphere.com. Great place to buy and sell cards at the price you want. Get them at the price you want. And honestly, if you just want to, like, trim down your collection and get a few bucks, it's a good way to do it. You can do it on your own time, and that's what's really awesome. But their website is Cardsphere.com. Check them out. And then finally, if you want to get something for yourself, we do have some playmats and tokens available with the show logo and our likenesses, and we will ship them all around the world to you. Even have some discounts. You got to go over to colorofmtg.com slash shop if you want to find those wonderful items. Now this week, we do have some good ones to get into here in the soapbox. And I'm going to be a little harsh to some people here this week. Uh Uh-oh. Because we get a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes out there. And honestly, I'm, you know, you 
if language is a problem, you might want to either put earmuffs on or skip ahead about five minutes. But we see so many guys bitching online about women getting support because they're women on stream and people are just here to look at their boobs and they're not even good at the games they play. They're not even real gamers, whatever. Like some of these women I know are more dedicated to the games they play than some of these dudes ever have been. And then the thing that really sets me off. And I saw somebody post this this, this past week that, well, if I was a woman, I'd be doing way better streaming than I am now, whatever. No, the hell you wouldn't. You would just be fat and lazy still with boobs. That's it. Let's just be real about it. Like, they're, these, like are some of the women getting attention because they're women? Yes. You know what? That's not their fault. That's the dude's fault. Like, if you're just showing up to watch my stream because they're a woman, well, that's your damn fault. I ain't blaming her for that. But the dudes again, that are failing... Somebody, if somebody logged on and then what they want to watch is a pretty girl, they were never coming to your stream. They're not Absolutely. stealing your viewer. They were never interested in what you had to offer. For sure. But that's not her fault. She's just playing the game and doing her thing. But these dudes that are failing, they're not failing because they don't have tits. They're failing because they suck at what they're doing. Right. Like you're, I, and I've seen some of these dudes I complain and talk about, like some of them come to me because I told you I've been doing some consultation for some people. Like they are upset at me when they feel like I'm just dogging them out for the money they're paying me. And I'm like, no, I'm being honest. Your crap sucks. Like some of them put no time into their presentation. They haven't linked any of their socials. They don't promote any of their crap. Their gameplay is boring. Their audio sucks. Like, and you think this other woman's kicking your ass in stream numbers or viewers or subs just because she's a woman? No. Hell, you're not beating other crappy dudes out. Much less the women. Like, I don't even I, like to make that jump in logic is so stupid. Like, I get it. Humans, we have a hard time evaluating ourselves. Like, we can't judge ourselves properly in many cases, which is why a lot of people fail. But for you to look around and you'd be like in this whole vast sea of things in the streaming arena. And just say, well, the only reason I'm failing is because I don't have boobs. Like, really? That's what you got. Like you looked around, you looked at your numbers, you looked at all your peers, you looked at all the statistics, you went over to Social Blade and tracked stuff or whatever, and that was your takeaway. That you need to pull a Marilyn Manson to get some viewers. Which, by the way, for those you don't get the reference, because that's kind of an old reference, he at one point had some implants in. But that, that just makes no sense to me. Like, and I look at those, I'd say those are people just destined to fail. Yeah. Like that you can't come up with anything else that you could do better other than, well, I guess I lost the genetic lottery and I was born a male. I, I can't make this streaming thing happen. Real talk, well, if, if look, that's what you believe, streaming ain't for you. If you look at the top 50, there's 
are, are there five women in the top 50 streamers? In the top 50, there might be like three. It's like guys can make it just fine. Hell, I would say guys have an advantage. It's blatantly obvious dudes have an advantage. Specifically straight white male dudes, as For in real. almost every other aspect of life, have a huge advantage. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, to blame that on women is just like, like, really? Nothing anywhere says that that is a dominating reason as to why somebody's a success. Hell, if anything, I would say it's more of a reason they're not a success. Because there's a lot of dudes who are like, I don't want to watch a woman. I want to watch this other dude that's like me or whatever, blah, blah, like whatever. Hell, some of the women I know, especially in Magic, some of them are damn entertaining. And the guys aren't going to have to put up with all the ridiculous hate mail. Like, you're only popular, you know, because you're a dude. That's not a thing. Oh, that's my next point. That you think they're only successful because of that. I would argue they're successful in spite of that. Because they are getting those type of hate mails. They are getting hate rated. They do have idiots come in and talk about them and their looks or whatever all the time. They do get a bunch of stupid DMs and messages or whatever they have to fight through every couple days. Like You don't have to deal with any of that, and they're still kicking your ass. Like, seriously. Like, come on, man. Like, just do better. Or shut up and get the hell out of the way. All right, I got that out of my system now. Feel good. I hear you got something else too, though. Yeah, I I hate to say what feels like it's like we just talked about sexual assault last week, and we have yet another high-profile case of this time. A Twitch streamer being accused of manipulation, emotional abuse, sexual assault. And this God, is uh, this, man. This is a little closer to our wheelhouse. This is a, a very popular D and D streamer, Jeremy Black, better known as Glorious Arcade. I mean, this, as of uh, as of the time we taped, at least ten women have made accusations against him of some form of sexual Ooh. assault or attempted sexual assault. Ten. Ten. Oh, there's no way. Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, like you can't <laughs> just. Like if one, if one, maybe, maybe y'all, I don't know, relationship stuff, misunderstanding, vengeful ex, whatever. He he said, she said 10 is. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's hard to believe it's any kind of conspiracy at that point when there's 10 people. Mm -mm. You're done, son. I mean, for real, 10? I mean, I mean, I want to believe that he's done, but I'm hearing so many people like, hey, wait, you know, let's hear what he has to say as if. Mm. And we, we already, I'm sure, know some of these good. This, this, this is not who I am, you know? Sure, but God, um, 10, I'm, I'm floored. Like, 10, okay, all right. I, I mean, I guess I, I am kind of interested in what he has to say to defend himself, but like, so, yeah, just if you search uh, his uh, actual, uh, I guess, uh, as we said, government name, Jeremy Black or Glorious Arcade, and we get a warning, there, there is some, as you can imagine, some very sketchy stuff. So, 
Mm. All the uh, all, all the trigger warnings applied there. Like this, this has to stop. I mean, if we want this to be a place where women feel safe, we, this has to be stopped. If you see somebody, you know, trying to be manipulative or sketchy or trying to engage in what just let's call it what it is, predatory behavior, please say something. You know, just. And the thing is, like, we should want more women involved. Like, even just this past week, I saw Tappy Toe Claw. She did, like, four cosplay outfits over, like, two weeks or something. And they were all amazing. You know, yeah. Tappy is awesome. MTG Nerd Girl, who's starting a whole new streaming thing, a team for people to get better paid and whatever. And you've got like Emma Skyward, who pushed to be number one for the second time or hit number one for the second time in a row on the ladder on arena. Right. Like these women are out here doing stuff. Yeah, they're out here doing it. Like, why? Why would you not want them to be part of the communities? But they're not going to be with this kind of crap happening. God, I am floored, dude. For real. Ten. Ugh. All right. I just feel, uh, man. I know. It's just every, <laughs> getting to be where it's every week something like this is happening. And, we, you know, it used to be people, people would think they were the only victim. People wouldn't talk to each other. We're in the era of social media now. You can't, <laughs> you can't hide stuff like this. It's whatever you have done is going to come to light. Everybody talks to each other now, especially in our insulated nerd communities yep if you got some problems i'd be reaching out to some people and apologizing in advance and trying to get right <laughs> like for real oh man you, you, you can't hide this kind of stuff anymore everybody we all talk to each other are in communication on multiple forms of social media all the tricks that abusers used to use pretty much you know that they may work for a short time but eventually <laughs> People yep. talk to each other. Gone. And, and good. I think people should be talking. <sighs> but all right, Brian, let's talk about some other more interesting things that we learned about last week. Because as always, we are trying to get smarter and better and educate ourselves. So what did you learn last week? All right. Uh, Marvel has dropped a trailer and some other information about uh, a Midnight Suns game, which is kind of, if you ever seen or played XCOM, kind of a tactical strategy game, but hold up, this is, you know, this isn't going to be quite as soul-crushingly difficult as the XCOM games. You will not have permanent death, because, hey, it's it's based on comic book characters, and no comic book character ever dies permanently. That's not a thing. That's true. But it, it looks really great, though. For those who have never read the, these particular comics, the Midnight Suns are a group that kind of takes care of some of the more supernatural aspects like Doctor Strange is one of them. Ghost Rider. The Ghost Rider design looks incredible in this game, by the way. Um, Blade. This is the first time we've had Blade in the game and uh, it seems like... I was going to say over a decade. Yeah, I can remember. <laughs> I don't remember the last... Maybe Ultimate Alliance, like on the PS2, maybe the last time I saw Blade in something. Maybe. No, I want to say maybe like a PS3 thing in there, maybe. Possibly, but it looks... But even that was a while ago. 
looks really good. As I mentioned, you know, no permanent death. They focus on whereas XCOM kind of makes you feel like, hey, you know, the this lone group of ragtag mercenaries fighting an entire alien empire. So they, they really want to make you feel like a superhero in this game. Now, you're still going to be, you know, overwhelmed because it is a tactical strategy game where you, you know, the villains always have a million minions. But so far, what we've seen looks really good. And apparently, it's a drop in March 2022. So it's to be here before you know it if everything everything holds together well you know in covid time that'd be what like three weeks right (laughs) oh man well you're the thing you learned was way more fun than what i learned last week and that was this whole thing with people taking evermectin oh yeah i okay so the first thing was i saw this pop up on one of my social feeds and my first thought was, I'm pretty sure this is a thing they give to horses and cows, right? So being in a household with somebody who's trained in veterinary medicine, I'm like, hey, I just want to check. And he's like, yeah, that's totally what it's used for. And to clear up a couple of things, like there's human grade evermectin, but it's mostly used for, again, in both cases, animals or humans to clear intestinal parasites, but also for like some skin issues and for lice of all things. None of those things are viruses or viral in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, not even close. (laughs) And then here's the effed up part. The more I looked into it is because of COVID and shipping issues and production or whatever. That's not a uh, priority thing to produce right now, obviously, for humans. So it's harder to come by. Partly because what was left, idiots took it. So now they're going out and getting the animal-grade stuff that's in a way higher concentration. And people are getting sick. Obviously, basically poisoning themselves. Like, it's crazy. You won't take the vaccine because you don't know what's in it. And here's exactly. And here's my thing. Like, if you're going to at least pretend that you're researching the vaccine, if you do any random Google search of Evermectin, it tells you what it's intended for. And you can poison yourself to the point that if that eats away things like you could end up with like intestinal issues, maybe even having a part of your intestines removed. Like, it is not good. Why would you We know what's in this. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Like, yes, we do know what's in it. They don't know what's in the vaccine. You can find out exactly what's in this, and you don't want it inside you. You definitely don't. Like, I I was stunned. And and then I found out, and actually, uh, for those you don't know, personal life stuff, the my lady's significant other had their engagement party this weekend. Small group, we were outside, you know, whatever. But they wanted to do something. Her parents came along, found out they were some evermectin truthers. So that was fun. I can imagine. Yeah, but we could have just done the podcast out there. Just the tape of the card going off. On oh, you could have. Like I, if I, oh, don't tell me, dude. Afterwards, I really thought I should have been recording this, like. Because I would have just put that, I could have just blown that up on TikTok. I could have got a million views. But apparently this all started because somewhere one of these, I quote unquote doctors, most of these people that I've found, many of them that are doctors are not high-end medical professionals. They are just doctors by title for some ancillary or semi-related thing. But anyway, this person put up, I guess what was what they said was research that evermectin was a possible treatment for COVID. 
However, after digging in, that was a preprint report. And for those who don't know what that means is, it means the thing has not been peer reviewed yet, so it hasn't been published in a approved publication for medical use or reference. Which is why generally, if you go back, when we were initially talking about COVID stuff and the stuff was coming out from Pfizer and Moderna, they said, hey, early tests look like this, but we're waiting for reviewed studies before we publish anything else, which is how it's supposed to happen, right? Like we have this thing, but it hasn't been reviewed yet. We're waiting. And then we'll give you the full report. When you don't, crap like this happens. People put out the full information. And then apparently after it got reviewed, it was pulled for ethics and health concerns. So everybody looked at it and all the people went, uh, no. <laughs> And that was should have been the end of it. But unfortunately, because of the society we live in, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. So now we have people doing this. And I'm to the point now that I'm just like, man, I don't know. If you die, you die. Like, I shouldn't feel that way. I really shouldn't. And I know it's awful to feel that way about any other human. But I'm at the point that, like, if you are now taking horse grade parasite control medicine, I don't even know what to do about you. Like, I I literally just go, man, I, if it happens, it happens. I can't fight that fight. Like, that's just too, that's a step too far for me to even try to argue against anymore. Like, having that discussion was so mind-numbing to me. Because the whole time in my head, I'm thinking, at all, how do you remotely think this is right? Like, no other medicine that they give a horse at a level that's like 10 times what you're supposed to be taking, would you consider taking? No, uh, not a one. But this one is the one you decided, I'll take this one. Like, so I don't know, man. I literally just threw my arms up after a point, and I was just like, cool. Then I, I got nothing. I don't know what to tell you. But there are people apparently very adamant about it. Matter of fact, while we were setting up our recording today, there was a story popped up on Twitter. Apparently, the FDA had to make a statement that Evermectin is not approved <laughs> to treat COVID-19. That's where we're at. You know, FDA, people were to just wake up every day like, what stupid thing are we going to have to tell people not to drink? <laughs> bleach is, don't drink bleach, okay? Don't take, this is where we are. I'm <laughs> laughing at you from crying. Exactly, exactly. And, and remember, this goes back to Trump saying we need to put disinfectant in our bodies. Can we just shine the UV light in to kill COVID? Like, and you could just see the point where Dr. Burks's soul leaves her body when she realizes, like, okay, he, maybe he's joking. No, God, he's serious. This, this is the problem. Heaven help us all. Exactly. I'm like, this is the problem. Like, this, this, we are so far down this road, man. I don't know. The but it's had had the nuclear codes for four years. Yep. And it's people like this taking this type of medicine that sadly is going to leave us probably either dealing with COVID till probably, I don't know, at this rate, March or April next year, the way things are going, or they're going to die. Is it ever going away? I don't, I don't think it's going to go away ever completely. Don't be wrong. I, I think we're at the point it's never going to go away, away. But again, like all things, if enough people get vaccinated and we all do our thing and whatever, it'd be a small enough impact that it's not a big deal. But until we get people not taking Ivermectin instead of taking a damn vaccine, well, this is where we are. But all right, let's move on to other things. 
Well, I'm sure you know as well, Brian, all the stuff we talked about last week with like hate raids and all this other stuff yeah. that's going on. Now, there's a thing that a hashtag that got started called a day off Twitch. So for those of you who don't know, today, while we're recording, is September 1st. And all of the people who want to participate are not streaming today on Twitch. So they're kind of staying away and saying, hey, if nothing else, we'll just at least hit them in their pocketbook a little bit. And they won't make, they'll make less money today. Well, people are like, nah, it doesn't matter. Twitch isn't going to pay attention. They're not even going to know this is a thing. Well, they gave us a clear indicator. They do know it's a thing. They sent out their, I guess we'll call it yearly, because that's basically what it is, reminder that September is known as Subtimber on Twitch, which basically means you get discounted subs. So if you want to sub to some of your favorite content creators, it's a good time to at least throw a little money their way at a discount or whatever. The thing, though, is... They announced September starting on September 2nd. No not other, once, <laughs> no other not once ever have they started it on the 2nd. It's always no. been on the 1st. And with Wednesday being the 1st, there's even less reason. So they are yeah, clearly the month, indicating... The month starts on the 1st, so that would make the most sense that it would start on the 1st. Yep, they know clearly something is going on on the 1st. So they're only going to start this on the 2nd. So to act like, ah, oh, we don't know. We don't say like, nah, they see. So <laughs> Gold was wrong? What? Yeah, they're paying attention. Like, they know. But when I saw that message, I went, oh, y'all dirty dogs. Y'all know. <laughs> like, you know, because honestly, the smart corporate thing would have been to just play dumb. And just, it's always been on the first. We're just going to make it the first. And if people happen to be streaming, they can take advantage of it and just let it ride. But That'd to, be the way to be the least obvious with it. Yep, but to make it start on the second, I'm like, y'all, like, really? Like, mm, come on. Come of on. Of course, they, they can't realistically feign ignorance. It's the front page story of every website that even kind of covers video games today. I mean, they have played ignorant on a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they're welcome to play it, but they can't believably feign ignorance. Oh, of course. Of course. So, yeah, I just wanted to cover that because they for sure have noticed. That is definitely a thing. But we did see that they apparently are talking to some of the bigger streamers. So that's kind of cool. So they're making supposedly some headway. We didn't get details, but apparently some talks were had and people were happy. So they at least have proposed or at least in discussions talked about plans or ideas. So we'll see where it goes. But yeah, maybe this is one of those they, things that maybe did do something. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully what were you uh, saying there? they'll tell us something when they can tell us something. That's yeah. hopefully really soon. Nothing major here, but I think I just want to remind everybody that with next week being our 100th episode, I'm going to be sending some questionnaires around, not even questionnaires, I might just open it to questions on various social feeds. And we're going to take those questions, and we're going to answer them on the 100th episode. So we're going to have a fun episode next week for whatever questions you want to ask. We're going to try to squeeze as many as we can into the episode. So nothing major there. Just wanted to put that out there to keep an eye on socials. Now, Brian, have you seen the pictures from Magic Tournaments and stuff happening lately? 
Yeah, when we we knew, you know, once people kind of started getting out there. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of torn because on the one hand, some of them are in very tight spaces. Yeah. And that kind of unnerves me though. You're trying to put some of these they're posting numbers, you know, nearly 100 people or whatever in just a really tight space. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I probably wouldn't participate in that event or whatever. I know exactly how I feel when I'm not comfortable. Yeah. But the other side of that is the latest ones I've seen, at least everybody's been masked and such in the pictures. No, that mask and wearing their mask correctly. So I'm like, that's important if you're going to go out there. Yeah. And I think we're reaching the point where at least people are being smart enough to say, okay, if we are going to do this, we at least have to take all the best precautions we can. Now, that'd probably be good to reduce the attendance (laughs) to at least half that. But I get it. You're trying to keep your business open, trying to do your thing, whatever. But it's been interesting. It's an interesting dichotomy because part of me is like, ah, events. But I'm like, okay, it's at least reassuring to see that people are at least following the protective guidelines so that's something you know outside of social distancing obviously but i don't know man how do you how do you feel about all this people i get it people are tired of you know being locked up i want to get want to get back to as close to normal as we can but as i said i'm just not ready so i'm kind of with you man i I, like i i was telling you earlier pre-show that like I almost signed up for a poker tournament for like 25, 30 bucks locally because they're taking a lot of precautions for theirs. And, you know, nobody's to my knowledge. when I asked around, like there's been no backtrace like COVID related cases among the regulars or anything. But it was mostly because I'm like, man, I at least minimum twice a month for the last, I don't know, forever. I've done something competitive in a social setting whether it's like magic or disc golf or some other activity. And I've done none of that for going on two years now. And it's really yeah. starting to get to me. So I sort of get where people are coming from. But I, I, I almost did. I didn't, but I really considered it. But man, I don't know. Like I, And honestly, I, our local store just started doing some magic events a couple weeks back. And they're, you know, they're watching attendance and they, they're they're solid about their COVID protocols. So I wouldn't be too upset to go there, but I just still haven't pulled the trigger to go yet. And, but their events aren't going to be big. They might, they're probably going to have like 20 people, you know, it's not going to be one of these big 70, 80 person events in a small space. I had a fantasy football draft yesterday that would ordinarily have been in person, but you know, cause everything going on, we just went, we, we did it online instead. And no, obviously it's not the same as being at your favorite restaurant and, stuffing you know unhealthy wings and cheese dip in your face but people just weren't comfortable doing it the, the other way for obvious reasons did you cook yourself up your own lemon pepper wings while you did it <laughs> I, I did not you used to you see my channel apparently my family didn't eat my cooking so <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> but yeah i mean it's it's a wild thing right because there has to be a point where we just like, okay, well, there doesn't have to be. In theory, in a perfect world, we would have just locked ourselves in and been cool for like six, eight weeks and we've been done. But obviously we knew people weren't going to do that. But at some point now, under the conditions we have, like there 
there is going to be a point where people are just like, I, I just can't sit at home anymore. You know, I want to get back to gaming. I want to be around my people. I want to go support my local stores. I want to do whatever. So it's like, I've kind of just got the point. Okay, cool. If you're going to do it, at least just do it safely. And that's all I can ask of people, I think, at this point. But God, I mean, it's rough when you see 100 people in a little bitty space, you know, shoulder to shoulder. It's it's still an uncomfortable thing for me. I don't think I could do one of those. I'm not saying anybody's. Yeah, I'm not telling you you're completely wrong for going or whatever. I'm saying like me personally, I don't think I'm there yet. Like I really thought about it. said mentally, I don't think I am. And like I said, the poker tournament I considered because I did my research. I asked some of the regulars that were going and whatever. <clears throat> and the the poker room here, they set it up where they have a smaller number of people per table. You know, everything's separated. They've got people that clean with every seat change. You know, like so they're doing all they're taking all the steps. And I'm like, okay, that at least feels safe and it's spaced out enough and it's a good size room. So like I wouldn't feel too weird there. But that and even then I didn't even go. You know, what I mean, after doing all that research, I still was like, ah, it's probably better for me to just stay home. <laughs> I hear you. I've, there's a couple of things I've kind of felt the same way about. Like, I could go and then no, I'm just not gonna. Yeah, and like I said, I don't think anybody's wrong for going. Like I said, especially there, where they have a laundry list of things they're doing to be safer. So I'm like, cool. I yeah, no problem. At least if you're gonna go, go to a safe environment. Same thing store wise, like locally. There's maybe two stores I might go to when I go back to gaming, at least for the near future. And that's it. Only because I know them. I know how they dealt with everything during COVID. I know how many people go there regularly. I know some of the regulars. I'm in a discord with a bunch of them. So, like, there's a trust factor there that I don't think I have to worry about when I go. But a lot of these other stores, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. You, each person's got to make their own decisions, but I don't know, man. And I'm vaccinated and everything and still feel that way. I am fully vaccinated also. And everybody in my house that is old enough to, or can get it has done so, but still, you know, there yeah. are a few breakthrough infections. So now you just, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things we'll just have to keep an eye on. I'm sure there's going to be more events coming up. I mean, you know, the big thing either this weekend or next weekend with the Flesh and Blood tournament, that's going to be going on. I'm sure everybody's going to want to know how that goes. So, yeah, it's just something, I guess, as we move into the new world, we'll have to, I guess, monitor reacclimation. So, yeah, this other thing came up last week where i okay funny as it is i thought i was getting one of my amazon packages in and i was like ah this is a weird box we'll open it up and it wasn't the package i thought it was a surprise package from Wizards of the coast and it was a promotional thing for a midnight hunt so it has a a postcard with art on the front a little like story on the back with flavor stuff about the harvest tide is coming and you know everybody's setting up and which is why it was full with apples. So I think there was like eight apples or 12 apples, something like that in the box. It I came saw with those. A, they look delicious. Yeah, they're really nice Fuji apples. They're actually tasty. They come with a little, uh, came with, I say little, it's a good size lantern with the logo, the set logo. And, it, you know, it turns on so you can have it flicker or whatever. Just a cool display piece. And then the box itself has the Midnight Hunt logo on the inside of the box. So very cool looking. 
So I put together as best I could. I put together a little video. I lit it, you know, kind of dark with like blue lights and did a little video. I posted it on as a short on YouTube. I put it up on TikTok. On TikTok, I think I added some little creepy music and stuff. Took some pictures for socials and all that. You know, did my part. Got it out there. And then I got a statement that I also saw somebody post on on another creator's Twitter feed, I believe it was. Being mad that Wizards didn't send more stuff to players. And I was like, like that promote things with just random players, I guess. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not just magic. It's literally every brand on the planet is not going to send something to every person. One, that's financially insane. Like if you think about, I don't know, let's say they had even a million registered players that they had contact info and they could mail something to. What is that going to be like $20 million plus in shipping? Like that doesn't even make sense. Like, come on. Like, even if they thought the profit from that set would even be, I don't know, that might be the whole profit from that set, you know, 20 or 30 million. So it's like, what would even be the point? But I know somebody who worked for Pfizer and he would always have different promotional items. But I also know those didn't go when we talked about it before, like those didn't go to every small, you know, emergency care clinic, mom and pop places or whatever. Like they the places that see 30 patients a day are not going to get the same things or anything when the people who see 100 patients a day are going to get stuff or get bigger, cooler stuff. Because they're going to get their items in front of more people. They're going to recommend their stuff to more patients. That makes sense. That's how same. promotional stuff is supposed to work. Absolutely. And the same thing in Magic, right? I, I never got one of these packages before. And I wasn't remotely upset when I saw that, like, you know, MTG Nerd Girl or Covert Go Blue or whoever got a cool package. I was like, okay, cool. Makes sense. At the time, you know, I had eight or 10,000 subscribers. They've got, you know, hell, nearly 100,000 for CGB at the time. Like, that makes sense that he would get something and I wouldn't. I'm not going to be mad about it. I get being a little envious. But like, no, that's how it should work. Now, the other side of that is. I think some people are bad at promoting stuff and you don't deserve to get something again. Because there are a lot of people who got their boxes and didn't do a damn thing with it. They took a picture. And maybe it was like, hey, thanks, wizards, blah, blah, blah. And I saw one dude, he didn't even like he literally opened his box and took a picture. Didn't like hell, even the a lantern assembly is literally take the lid, put it on top, flip the switch, turn it on. He didn't even do that. It was literally the box as it was when he opened it. And I was like, why should Wizard send you anything again? Like, seriously. Like, and I even did two things. Like I said, I did a little video and then I did the best I could making a nice little photographic shot of just like the box opens. You could see the Midnight Hunt logo and then the lantern lit up next to it and the little postcard. And you could see the apples and the fake fall leaves that were in the box. And it looked pretty good. I'm, you know, I'm not a photography expert, but it looked good. And I did two separate posts on social about them. And I'm, and you know what else I did? I made sure to tag wizards. 
That's the other thing. If let me just give like if somebody ever gives you something promotional, make sure to tag them. So they know that, hey, the thing I sent the person went out to people. They could also see the interactions on your social and how you talked about it or whatever. And then they're encouraged to send you a thing again next time. Like, it's dumb to not tag them. Like, I see that happen, too, though. And it's like, y'all, these are basics. If somebody's going to take the time to spend money on a thing and then ship it to you, at least go through the effort of tagging them and promoting it properly. I mean, it's like the same thing I do when there's new Ultra Pro items that come in and I talk about them and take pictures or whatever. I tag Ultra Pro. So they see that I'm promoting their things. Like, why would you not? Ugh. But yeah, as far as everybody's got to get everything, that just doesn't even make sense. I mean, hell, there's a good chance I'm not going to get something for Crimson Vow when that comes out. Like, I shouldn't get something for Crimson Vow just because I got something for Midnight Hunt. No, they had to give it to you forever. You're entitled to it. It's the law or something. Yeah, I'm like, it, that's just the way promotions work. And they could have different reasons for sending stuff to different people. Who knows? Maybe it makes more sense to send me th a thing for the vampire, the, the werewolf set because they know I play more aggressive red-green stuff or whatever, which is probably going to be the colors of a lot of the werewolves and blah, 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 and probably going to be more on brand for me. Werewolves. Like, I don't know if they went that deep, but I'm just saying, like... It, I could see reasons. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's, I don't know. It's just people saying things that just make no sense. It's like, dude, Wizards is not going to send that stuff out to everybody. It just makes no sense. There's no money in doing so. And yes, it doesn't always have to be about money, whatever. But you know what? They're a corporation and their jobs to make money. And that goes for every major company out there. Like I said, I, somebody worked for Pfizer, same thing. And they're a billion dollar company, not even the hundreds of millions we talk about with wizards, you know, like, so come on, man. Like I, maybe I need to add that to the, the soundboard, just the, come on, man. You know, like maybe we need is that, that trademark. Is ESPN put, yeah, that's Disney. They almost have to do a trademark. Though. I know they quit using it forever ago. So like, maybe, well, I mean, you know, Disney, they'll leave stuff in the vault, but you still can't do Peter Pan. Very true. We also had a story this week that popped up on Reddit. Um, and I don't know if you saw this, but a woman posted about her experience going to a tournament using the companion app for the event, which, by the way, if you haven't used the companion app for events, it's actually very cool. They it's set up to where you can sign up online or through the app without having to be there. So like the store knows roughly how many people are in the event and whatnot. Like you show up, you just basically check in, you pay your entry fee round notifications go to your phone as push notifications like so many cool things it just makes the the tournament experience so much better however it does have a major flaw in it and that's that because all your things are linked because you use one wizard's id it auto opts you in i guess to using your universal id as opposed to your name so what happened for this particular woman is she went to this event she went home and some point over the next so many hours, she gets a friend request on Arena. Which puts her in a bad spot because now somebody's like, oh, I played with you and I kind of wanted to add you as a friend, but I was afraid to tell you in person, blah, blah, blah. And now she's in a weird spot because like, well, I don't want to friend you on Arena, right? 
or whatever. So now she has to know be who you are. Yeah. Now she's got to be the bad person or upset somebody. And I don't know, you know how crazy dudes react or whatever. Like, why do you want to put people in those spots? Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like for me, it'd be great. You play me an event. You see my user ID is power dragon. You look it up online. Maybe you watch some videos. You follow me on Twitter, whatever, right? It's good for promotion. Good for business. I have no problem with it. But I'm also a person who's very active in the promotional and social space. So it makes sense for me. Yeah. I think for somebody did the same thing to me a few hours ago on Madden. You know, I played against them. They heard me recording things like, hey, what's your channel? And they're going to come by and subscribe. So yeah, I, I get it. But that's exactly everybody how you want it does to not everybody does not want or need that level of interaction from there some people just want to go play their game go back to their house oh and real talk i'm the worst person about adding people on friends list i literally hate having people on my friends list on stuff i don't know why it's always been a thing like i opened <laughs> up steam not long ago i forgot who some of these people were that i added probably back when i played team team fortress 2 yeah i just i don't i just don't now, if we Plus, play, if you're not on there for a while, people will, will have changed their names and you really don't know who anybody is. Yeah. So, like, if I'm actively gaming with you at that time, yes, I will add you. But I also hate the idea of, like, I'm going to log on and then you're going to send me messages to play. And I'm going to be like, dude, I'm recording a video or like I got work to do or like, you know, whatever. So, like, I just don't want the hassle of it. So I get why people may not want that on there. But my recommendation because it's easy to do because we know the old tournament software could do it. And that software was garbage by comparison is it already gives you a number based on when you sign up. So like, you know, you're in a big grand prix, you're number 237 or whatever. So why not just have it show you as number 30, you know, say you're the 30th person to sign up and then your first name. It seems simple enough. If I show up to the table, even if we're both John well, one of us is number 28, John, and one of us is num- number 30, John. So I could be like, oh, no, that's not me. I should be at the other table. Or even if you did last initial, that's fine, too, right? Entry number, first name, last initial. That would solve the problem. And I don't, like, make it an opt-in for any social contacts. So I can fill in everything if I wanted to. Like, maybe I can go in, I can fill in my Twitch, my my YouTube, whatever, And nobody sees that unless I click the button on to say share socials. And then when I sign up, it'll say number 30, Power Dragon. Great. Then if you want to follow me or whatever, you can refer to me as that or whatever. And we have a good old time. And and it's tough because I I could see how whoever put that part of the software together would think, oh, this is going to be a cool benefit, right? All your stuff's linked. Everybody will know and it'll save you time. But it's not that positive an experience for a large chunk of people. And for a lot of folks, some of them don't do anything online other than maybe have their one Facebook page and they play their video games and that's it. They don't they don't want to interact with strangers online. That's not a thing for them. So they should still be allowed to have that anonymity. At least digitally. I mean, you know, you're going to be playing in front of somebody. They're going to see you. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I, I yeah, it's I. I posted about it on Twitter and pretty much everybody was on the same page. So I hope that Wizards and Arena saw it and they're going to make that change on one of the next updates because it feels like a very simple fix that would save a lot of people a lot of headaches. Because here's the other thing, too. Even if it's for 
data tracking and other stuff like they can still have all of that on the back end it's just not visible to your opponents during the tournament and if you don't you're just what's this going to lead to is people basically keeping their regular arena wide stuff or wizards account stuff and then just having a separate email just for playing tournaments in person and that's not going to help your numbers and your data tracking or whatever anyway so you might as well just put this fix in or else you're not going to get the information you want to begin with. And that's bad for both Wizards and for us because any decisions they make are going to be based on some amount of that data and it's not going to be accurate. So yeah, simple fix. Hopefully they fix it. But that leads us to the dinner table. All right. Got some potato salad over here. Hopefully... It doesn't have a bunch of junk in it. What, the, the pretzels? You don't like the pretzels? Dude, hey, I've seen people putting raisins in potato salad. I don't even know why. But we've talked, we haven't touched on this in a while. I think we haven't talked about this in probably about 50, 60 episodes. But this whole thing about one, we are not a monolith as black people. Right. We've brought that up before. We don't speak for all black people. We're just speaking as each other with our personal experiences. But also with that. We have to bring up that all black people don't look the same either. And I bring this up because just last week. I had three references to Kang. Which. What? I knew roughly the the reference because of the comics. So I was pretty sure I'm like, this must be a Loki thing. So I went and looked it up to see who who they were talking about, which, by the way, great actor. Yeah, but great show. But dude, looks nothing like, like you. Me. Not even like I told people, like, I'll give you a little bit around the nose, maybe even though his nose is a little bit more bulbous and similar haircut. That's about it. Nothing else is the same. Different, different skin color, I mean, different ears, different facial hair. Our face shapes are different. Like nothing, literally. Like I've had one person that agreed that I look like him. <laughs> like that's how different we are. I asked a bunch of people and a bunch of people saw it was like, no, y'all don't look anything alike or whatever. No. Literally one person. And I'm just like, really? You know what you're going to need to do, Daquan? Because, you know, they have those, those celebrity lookalikes that make a lot of money. You could just clean up. You're going to go with these agents. Who you look like? Uh, apparently, Jonathan Majors, uh, Barack Obama, yep. <laughs> Denzel no. Washington. No, you can no, do let me 10 say this, people, though. apparently. Let me say this. I did see just earlier today, there is a dude who apparently works for the – crap, what is it? I think it's the Alabama Sheriff's Department. Oh, I see this dude. Dude looks just like Dwayne Johnson. It's crazy. Well, like, that's the rock, right? No, like, it's dude, some random police officer. No lie. If somebody just showed me that picture independently, I would have thought that he was just the rock preparing for another movie in a cop. Yeah, role. like walking tall 12 or something. Dude, he looked like uncanny. Like, and not it's only that, scary. he's big too. He's like built. Like that dude's probably like 6'3 or something. Like he, he looks like the rock. And I was like, oh crap. Funny thing though, about that. Is apparently Dwayne Johnson, obviously, you know, people pointed out to him and he's trying to meet the guy just because he wants to hear about what rock stories he's gotten looking yeah. like him. But yeah, then after the three references to Kang, 
uh, it was either yesterday or the day before. No, it was the day before. I got somebody who posted, in, again, in a YouTube comment, dude, I bet you do a great Barack Obama impersonation. Oh, boy. And my response was, really? What makes you think I'm going to do a good Obama impersonation? We don't speak the same. We don't look the same, except for maybe some big ears. Like, we don't have the same mannerisms. Like, nothing about us is the same. Other than you looking and saying, well, the other black person I know that speaks well from a position of authority was Obama. I bet you could do an impersonation of him. It's just a bad look. Like, I for real don't know. Even when people say like, oh, you remind me, you speak just like Obama. I'm like, no, I don't. Have you heard? He has long phrases and like trill in between words. And he pauses a lot and whatever. Like, that's not, we're not the same at all. Like, it's, and honestly, I almost feel bad for the people. Because to me, that says you haven't been exposed to enough people not like you to even be able to see any differences. Which is crazy, but like, I mean, really, just go to YouTube, play play Obama, and then play one of my videos. Like, there's no way you're going to get those two people confused. Not, not a chance in hell. If you do, I have some desert land to sell you in the Middle East. Because that, that's just crazy to me. And it's so common. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I've had to remind people because they're like, ah, man, really? Then I was like, dude, that's a regular occurrence. That's not the first time. So, yeah, it's just like, they, go ahead. Since we mentioned Loki, they use this on the Disney show, apparently. What if, where one of the reasons where uh, Star-Lord, one of the ones, uh, like, they get Black Panther instead of Star-Lord when Yondu kidnaps the Earth child. And they, the joke was that all Earthlings look alike to them. Gosh, yes, even Disney is hip to this. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. So funny, but so yep. bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just like I don't like. I I think it's it's really like I said. Even beyond the looks, it was just like, how do you even remote? Have you even listened to a full speech of Obama? <laughs> like, probably have not. I mean, he's a he's a good speaker. Don't get me wrong. I'm not upset to be compared to the president. Like, that makes sense. I'm good with it. It's a compliment. If you want to say, like, man, the quality speaker you are reminds me of Obama. OK, cool. That would make sense. But to just assume I can do an Obama impersonation. Like what? <laughs> like to say I look like Kang the Conqueror or whatever. I'm just like, what? Like, and the thing, I even gave people a benefit of the doubt because I didn't even look after the first person said it. I'm like, all right, that's just a person being stupid or whatever. And then after the cup, next one, I'm like, okay, maybe I do. And like, let me go look this up because I hadn't watched the series yet. So I'm like, let me go look this up and see what this dude is. And that's when I was just like, really? How? Like, this is y'all's takeaway? And again, no shame, good actor. I'm... You know, if, if I was an actor and you're like, man, your acting style reminds me of Jonathan Majors or where I'd be like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, that would be a compliment. I would love to hear that. 
<laughs> exactly. I I'd be totally down for it. But to just be like, ah, you remind me of Kang the Conqueror. Like, what? I think one dude even posted like, what's Kang the Conqueror doing magic videos for or whatever? And I was like, well, you're obviously just being an idiot. Like, you are now trying to use a trope as a smart aleck insult. And so, like, that person was just doubling down on it. So it's just like, man, just just be better, y'all. Like, right. these are simple things to avoid. I mean, I get it if you confuse nationalities or something. But just to be like, y'all look the same. Like, come on. Like, you're not even trying. At least if it was close, I'd be like, nah, all right, I could kind of see where you're going. You know, like, like me and Lawrence Fishburne, like, okay, the research has been done. I've had to begrudgingly accept it. Yeah, that's one where I, in hindsight, after we talked about it, I'm like, all right, I, I see where some people are going. I mean, maybe I just hung out with you enough that I, I you know, there's enough cl- clear delineation there for me. But I'm like, all right, I can see where some people are going. And again, Lawrence Fishburne, great actor. Don't have a problem with right? it. I wish they had said, you know, hey, that scene reminded me of Lawrence Fishburne. That's never what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you're hoping for. And let me let, let's bring it back to that, though. Like, if you need to make that compliment or comparison, compare something beyond the looks, right? Not ju- and that's that goes for anyone. I don't even care if it's black, white, whatever, man, woman. You know, just like. If you say, man, this thing you did reminded me of this other thing somebody's done, and that other thing is on a high caliber, then cool. Now you're complimenting the person because you're saying, I have witnessed your work, and I have witnessed this other brilliant work, and there is a comparison here. And that's a nice compliment. Same thing. The dude was like, man, I remember when Obama was speaking, and I just felt so motivated and positive, whatever, and like, that's who you remind me of. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can get down with that. You know, if some woman's out there and you're like, man, you just come off so regal and whatever, like you remind me of like, I don't know, Helen Mirren or whatever. It's like, cool. Pretty sure she's not going to be upset about that. But if you're just like, oh, yeah, you look like this other actress. Like, okay, what's the point of that? Like, why even bring that up out of the blue and just say it to a stranger you don't even know? That's also weird. Because like, if I said you look like somebody and we're buddies and we're talking about it, okay, cool. But I'm not just going to be like random YouTuber I'm watching going, hey, anybody ever told you you look like... You know, like <laughs> That's a weird way to start my first conversation with you. But yeah, if you need to compliment somebody, compliment something they've done, their work, their effort, or whatever, and then make the comparison to the other thing. That's going to go over way better and ingratiate you so much more to that presenter, that speaker, that creator than than just comparing looks. Unless, unless maybe the person you're talking about is a model. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe, maybe that's the one instance where it's like, hey, you remind me of, I don't know, Tyrese Diggs or, or Cindy Crawford or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay, that'd be a compliment. <laughs> But all right, Brian, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on socials? Right. I am DL Caesar on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and our family channel on YouTube is Alan's Ever After. 
And you can find me just about everywhere at Power Dragon, P-O-W-R-D-R-A-G-N, mostly streaming on Facebook Gaming and Twitch, but you can also find me on all the other socials as well. But as always, wherever you are listening, whenever you're listening, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, whatever is appropriate for you. And please take care of you and yours out there in this crazy world of COVID. If you'd like to further support Color of Magic, you can find us on our website at colorofmtg.com. We also have a Patreon if you'd like to donate other patreon.com slash color of magic. You can also find us on Facebook under Color of Magic. And if you want to follow us along at Twitter, you can find us there at Color of MTG. And as always, please share the podcast around to your friends, your network, people you think might enjoy it, because every little bit helps as we're trying to increase our user base.